Welcome to the Profit Nation podcast, where we produce profits instead of products. At Profit Nation, we drop value bombs on you three times a week. We bring you episodes that'll teach you about techniques to create a profitable business. Whether you're a new business owner or a seasoned pro, we have something for everyone. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kickle. Hey, Profit Nation, it's Jeff here once again, and I hope you have been having an amazing time doing some networking, following the steps of our uh, 52-week or 52-session networking challenge. I will tell you, I have been in full networking gear, full networking mode for the last week as we've started this challenge out. And so far, we have sat down, set goals for ourselves. We have uh, gone out and figured out events that we were going to go to. And hopefully this week, you started getting out and doing those. I will tell you that I certainly have. I actually attended uh, several events last week. And then this week on Monday was the uh, semi-annual Austin Blues Review, which was actually started by uh, a gentleman named Pete Monfrey here, who is a networker's networker. He, um, he put this together about three, four years ago when he had gotten out of uh, a, about a year of health issues and he basically had lost his network and decided that he was going to reinvigorate his network a little bit. And the best way he could think of it was to do a live music concert in Austin. Um, he's a musician as well as a, an amazing marketer and ended up thinking that, well, we'll just invite a few people out. And I think the night that we had that event, there was somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 to 150 people at it, all some of the best networkers in town. And they have consistently had this for the next three years after that. So if you're in Austin and you have the opportunity to go to the Blues Review, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. You will meet some of the best networkers in Austin. And I uh, definitely got to see a bunch of friends of mine that I hadn't seen in a while because I kind of got out of the networking world and really started to focus inwardly on my business, which is a, always a big mistake. You've got to really get out there and focus on your business at all times. Uh, I will tell you that already, you know, I, I was able to go to these events this last week. I attended three events last week. I already have six one-to-ones scheduled for this week. And that's right on my schedule. Of I go to, you know, one event. I try and get two to three people to do one-on-ones. And I stay on that schedule going forward. Eventually here in the next few weeks, once my schedule clears up a little bit, I will be back on the pace of at least five networking events a week and at least two people from each of those. So I want to be having 10 one-to-ones with either centers of influence or target clients for me over the next several months. And that's what I need to get my schedule to. As I told you last week, you know, I started to do a little analysis of my schedule and I had a ton of client and, and business appointments last week and didn't have a whole lot of events scheduled at the time that I was looking at that. And of course, I'm feeling the, the pangs of that a little bit this week with only about six uh, what I would consider money appointments or green appointments on my schedule. So time to really do some work, time to get out there, it's time to hit up some of my centers of influence and start to really dig this up a little bit, get those one-on-ones going again. 
All right, so let's talk a little bit about week three. This is going to be a quick one today because the whole purpose of this is we want to keep banging through these, and I don't want you to, I don't want to keep you on the, on this for you know half an hour if we don't need to keep you on there. So week three in the 29% solution, uh, Dr. Ivan Meisner's book. And for those of you that remember, Dr. Meisner is the founder of BNI, uh, Business Networking International, and he wrote this book a few years ago. And I personally think it's one of the best books, the most actionable books on uh, networking that I've ever seen. So week three is profiling your preferred client. And I will tell you, this is probably one of the most important things that you can do. You've all sat through the never ending, I'm sure, if you've been to networking events and you've done the 35 second introductions and you have a ton of people stand up during that 35 second introduction and say, um, well, yeah, I am such and such and I do this for a living and my client is anybody who needs this. If you ever hear the words anybody, that is somebody that doesn't have a freaking clue of who their clients are. Every one of us has an avatar, has a client in our mind that is an appropriate client for us. So that's incredibly important for a couple of reasons. One, if you don't know who your client is, you have no idea how to speak to them, whether it's through marketing, whether it's having a conversation in front of uh, a group of people, whether it is meeting your target client. If you don't even know who they are, what they do, why they do what they do, you have no clue of who you're marketing to. The other thing is when you say something like that, let's say you go to a networking group and the purposes of going to a networking group aren't always to get clients. The purposes of going to a networking group is to spend time with other networkers who can help you to find your target client. And if they can't find your, you know, if you can't tell them who their, your target client is, you're not going to, they're never going to be able to refer any business to you. They don't even understand what it is you do. They don't understand who they should be looking out for for you. So extremely important for you to get a very clear picture of who your client is. So attached to this episode, I'm going to have in the show notes a, a sheet that I use to teach people how to create their client avatar. Go ahead, download that. Go in there, and when you download that, that'll give you everything you need to do to really figure out who that target client is. So let's talk a little bit about your target clients. Now, you've really got two different worlds. Uh, if you're more of a business-to-consumer client or you know, your business-to-consumer business, then you really are going to have a very targeted, specific person in mind that is your target client. And you might have a couple of different ones depending on the product line that you have. So some of the things that you need to use to determine that target client for you are gonna be things like their gender, male or female, family structure, you know, are they married? Are they single? Are they divorced? Um, do they have kids? Uh, household income, you know, how much do they make? Is, is the target audience that you're looking for, do they make enough money for them to even afford your services? It's amazing to me how many times 
I talk to people and they say, well, you know, my services are $300 an hour. Okay, well, who's your target client? Well, you know, anybody. Well, no, it's not anybody because $300 an hour is a hell of a lot of money for a lot of people. So you better be adding a massive amount of value or you need to be focusing on a higher end audience in those cases. Their location, where are they located? Are they located just in the town you live in? Are they around the world? Um, who are they? What is their education level? So is this someone who is typically, you know, are they more of a blue collar folks? Nothing wrong with that. Are they someone who has a college degree? Are they someone who has some college and they're looking to enhance their learning a little bit? Uh, do they own their own home? Do they rent? You see where I'm going with? You need to have a very clear picture of that person. I would even go as far as to go onto a site that's called pexels.com, P-E-X-E-L-S.com. It's actually a site that has uh, free downloadable photographs from all different photographers around the world. I would go on there, search by male or female, whatever, you know, man or woman, pull that up and see if you can actually see someone that is the image of that person that you're talking about and print that sucker off, download it, print it off so that you get a picture of that. Now, here's the other side of the coin. What if you're more of a business to business? You don't necessarily have a specific person in mind, but you have a specific type of business. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because you can still have an avatar for a specific type of business. That's gonna be things like location, number of employees, uh, years in business, specialty or a type of business. So is there a specific industry that you focus on that you need to be targeting to? The size of the company as far as revenue, if you have some things that are dependent on how much revenue they make or quite frankly, how much they can spend to hire you, then you need to be targeting those very specific businesses. Um, industry, public or private, uh, and other things like that looking for this very specific piece of information on these companies. Now, what do you do with this information? Well, first off, I would have this information everywhere that you are going to be doing any form of marketing. Um, anytime that you are putting together, let's say a sales letter on email or a uh, landing page for a web uh, funnel, you need to have that picture of that person stuck to the wall right in front of you because you need to be writing for that very specific person. Think of them as kind of like your pen pal and you know them extremely well. You should. You're making this person up. You should know them extraordinarily well and you need to write exactly specifically for that person. If you do that, then the person that's on the other end of your marketing message who fits the bill for who your target audience is, because there's lots of them out there, they will, it, it will be as if you're actually writing specifically for them. So that's what you do. Now, how do you use this in other research or in other things? Well, I would sit down with someone who is my center of influence. And so this is going to be people like I'll give you an example in my industry um, on my the wealth management side of my business. 
we largely deal strictly with business owners. Uh, that's really my focus is dealing with business owners and doing retirement and uh, financial planning and uh, exit strategy planning for business owners. So I have a very clear view of who my client is. My client is typically someone who's in their mid to late 40s to early 50s. So I'd say between, let's say, 40 and 55. They have owned a business for several years. They're past their five-year anniversary. So they've survived the first five years of, of challenges that we all face growing a business. And they're at the point now where they're you know they're earning a comfortable living. They've typically not spent a lot of time sitting down with you know, their finances and figuring out, okay, what, what does retirement look like or what do I need to be saving? They really haven't done anything for themselves yet. That's typically where I would come in and sit down with them and put together a financial plan and walk them through the process to get them to the end. So I know that. So my target client is someone between 40 and 55 they are male or female. I, I work probably about half and half with males and females, um, finding more and more women entrepreneurs that uh, are really hitting it hard out there and doing extremely well. So I've, I've found a lot more of them uh, later in my career than I did early on. It was mostly men. The other things, uh, my target client is typically someone who's got a sustaining business they're not in startup mode. They're not trying to figure out how to survive. They're typically doing, you know, they're, they're typically reaching the point where their business is maturing a little bit. Uh, they also typically are starting to look at how they can provide benefits for their employees. So as we do benefits consulting with them, that allows us to really get in there. Um, and they also are usually at a point in their life where they're starting to look at what does this look like? for me getting out of this business. They're typically not at the point where they're saying, hey, I'm ready to sell, but they're starting to look at, okay, what is the path that gets me out of this business at some point down the road? Whether that is truly retirement or is what I call it now, freedom day. It's that day that you really reach the point where you have enough income and you have enough assets to effectively not have to go to work anymore after that. So, you know, if that means that my business, I can sell it, then that's my freedom day and I can go on and do whatever I want. So those are my very clear pictures. And I honestly have in my head right now a very clear picture of a client that, in fact, I just met with a, about a week or so ago, you know, who is exactly my target audience. In fact, he's a little younger than that, but he's really hit it hard early on. And he fits the bill on everything that I look for and everything that I do from a, a planner standpoint. You need to be able to take that client that is in your mind or even out on that piece of paper that we discussed. You need to be able to take that information and be able to share that with your centers of influence. Why do you need to do that? Because they don't know if you just say, well, I, you know, I work with business owners. OK, if I'm a center of influence, if I'm a banker or a CPA or a insurance broker, whoever you're you're working with, that's kind of your golden goose who can create business for you or refer business. You need to be able to tell them, well, this is the this is the client. This is the perfect example of a client that I work with. And here's 
the, the details of that situation. What this will help you to do too is be able to tell a story. I would highly encourage you when you share your centers of influence uh, or, or share your target client with your centers of influence that you be able to tell a story based on this. So you can explain to them, okay, this was my target client and here's a situation where I worked with them. You know, I'll give you an example. I met with a client last week. He is absolutely my target audience. You know, like I said, mid mid 40s, uh, early 50s, has grown a business to the point he's out of startup phase. He's just really hitting it hard right now. They're doing extremely well. But he's starting to look at, okay, well, at some point in the very near future, it is very likely his business will be acquired. So he really needed to know, well, first off, what's the value of his business so that if he does get an offer, he's not doing, he's not being emotional about it. He's able to give them, you know, this is what my price is, you know, and this is what I'm willing to accept and have a reasoning for that because he had an outside source come up with that price level. Um, he also hasn't really spent any time um, on his own personal finances because he's been busy running a business and he, you know, he wanted to look at his benefits for his business because he they were all kind of hodgepodge together and nobody had ever really sat down and talked with him about it and and counseled him on it. So that was something that our business can do all of that. So that's a perfect example of the story I would tell to one of my centers of influence. This actually came from a banker that's a friend of my business partners and I. And he, after we had had a conversation about another client, he referred this person over to us. And, you know, this was a perfect example of a situation where our center of influence, once she, or once he understood what, what we were able to do, he said, well, I need to get you in touch with this guy. And they, we actually scheduled a lunch, had a wonderful long conversation with him. And then once again, met last week and had another you know, a couple hour conversation about everything and, and he's going to become a client as a result. So you need to be able to let people know what it is you do, why you do it and who that target client is for your centers of influence. So that's about it, guys. This is a short one today. You need to do a little bit of homework. So make sure that you go in, you download the the uh, work page or the, the you know customer avatar work page from our uh, show notes page here, download it, take a look at it. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a note on, um, on the online. Also, I didn't get any messages from any of you guys last week about what you're doing and your networking. So make sure you go to Profit Nation podcast on Facebook and you go on there and first off put 52 week challenge accepted on there. Hashtag 52 week challenge accepted so that I know that you're out there banging it out just like we are here at the Profit Nation. And post your comments in there. Let us know how many people you've talked to. Let us know how many people that you are uh, networking with, how many appointments you've set. This is our accountability to each other. If you're not being part of it, then that's the, you know, we're, we're going to be challenged with this, guys. We need to get out there and share with this with each other and push each other to be successful through this 52-week challenge. All right. So that's 
the end of week three or week, you know, episode three's version of uh, the the 52 week challenge. Coming up next week is, or the next episode, we're going to be focusing on recruiting your word of mouth marketing team. These are the people that are going to help get you out there and help connect you with the right people in your community. So you're going to start recruiting that team. What we're going to do is we're going to take what we work on this week. Everything we do builds on the next thing. So our word of mouth networking team or, or um, word of mouth marketing team is going to focus on helping us get in contact with our ideal clients. So that's it for this week. You guys have a great day and have a fantastic week of networking. And we will see you back here next time. You have been listening to the Profit Nation podcast with your host, Jeff Kickle. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and also most of the other major podcast platforms. Catch our next episode soon. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this channel.